Transformation in Thailand, part one. I'm 10 days into being home alone. I've been damn near hermetic, actually, going out only for hikes and groceries, engaging with clients, friends, and family over the phone only, and seeing no one. My definition of heaven. I've relished every moment to myself of working, writing, binge-watching, and even cooking. Only four more left to go before I hit the road for a few days with my family in New York City, where I also have a few gigs, including my longest keynote speech ever at Hay House's I Can Do It conference. And then a long-ass overseas flight to meet up with my man in Chiang Mai, Thailand. That last part about Thailand is something I never expected to come out of my mouth. But wait, there's more. <laughs> Not only will I be there for three weeks, but just three days after I arrive, we are off to Wat Rampung, the Northern Insight Meditation Center, for a 10-day silent Vipassana meditation retreat. Oh yes, you heard that right. I'm going to spend 10 days in a monastery, sleeping in a room of my own, waking up before 4 a.m. to practice sitting and walking meditation until retiring at 10 p.m. If I squint my eyes and strain my ears, it looks and sounds a lot like my current home alone time, minus the binge watching, of course, or the talking, and someone will be cooking for me, although there are only two meals offered each day, the first at 6 a.m. and the next at 10.30 a.m. I honestly don't even know what to think about that. A few weeks ago, I noticed that if I started to allow myself to fully grasp the details of this adventure, I found myself in deep resistance and fear. Do I even need to tell you how far out of my comfort zone I'm going? For my honey, it's no big deal. He's been living in Aspen for 20 plus years and as is the culture in resort towns, he works seasonally. So he hits it hard in the winter and summer and then gets out into the world for a couple of months at a time in spring and fall. Over the years, he's traveled extensively in India, Nepal, Indonesia, and has done several 10-day silent Vipassana meditation retreats, plus a 35-day at the very monastery we're going to in Chiang Mai. Me, not so much. But this past spring, we did spend six weeks living in Moab, Utah, which was a start. Thankfully, my work is mobile, making it possible for me to be anywhere even Thailand. But not since I was 25, and that was 25 years ago, have I traveled for any length of time without it being for work. And the voice that still arises, even after all the acknowledgement and integration of it, is thankfully quite faint now, but I can still hear it say, who are you to take three weeks away? What will your clients think? You're committing career suicide. And I reply, I'm not abandoning anyone, especially not myself. 
I'm adding to my own experience and nurturing my relationship, which can only enhance my life, love, and work. And of course, I've calculated how to still do my radio show and coaching group calls while I'm away, but not while I'm on retreat. To tell you the truth, I've been doing deep work around this with my coach and my therapist. And I know that the more I continue to immerse myself in fully experiencing and inhabiting my own life, the better service I will be to others who are overcoming, overachieving, perfectionism, fear of leisure, workaholism, and the need to fill every moment to avoid feeling or dealing with what's really here. I have been there. Trust me. That kind of compartmentalization and the glorification of busy are a few of the elements that allowed me to stay in my past marriage for far too long. And now the gift here for me is that the part of me who just wants it all to be over so I can be back home with my creature comforts is receiving permission and being reminded daily and lovingly by the other part of me who longs to evolve to stay present with what is, to drink it all in and not miss a moment. And I am able to acknowledge myself for everything I've done, for this life I've created that makes this trip possible. As I fly, I embrace this unrecognizable self I've become, someone who can do this, while willing to dive into the unknown, trusting that no matter how I emerge, this experience can only be a game changer, pointing me toward positivity, empowerment, embodiment, expansion, and a beacon for others. I promise to let you know how it all goes. Look for me on the other side with part two in our next issue.